to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do. I pray that you'll help us to hear the message. Help me to be able to convey it. Lord, thank you for what you're, for all of your mercy. Amen. Um, I was thinking about 1 Corinthians you know, 13, the love chapter. And the last one says, Now abideth faith, hope, and charity, or love. And the greatest of these is love. And there's a lot. That's a whole message in and of itself. But I was thinking about love and, you know, how there's there's different kinds of love. And I was looking at C.S. Lewis's book, The Four Loves. And he talks about there being a... Uh, can't remember how to pronounce it exactly it's like uh, it's almost like stora storge something like that love it's a it's a the kind of love that you have for family um, not filial but like family like you know when you look at your newborn baby and you just love them and you know there's uh, filial love which is you know or eros love, which is a, a consumptive love, and you know that you love things, you love, you know, to consume something. You know. Cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Love cinnamon rolls. That that's eros love. There's filial love, where you you know you it's friendship and and um, and then there's agape love, and it's all love. The the first three are loves that are originated from God but are very human in nature and and all of the you know and so those that's but those are the kind of loves that Jesus was talking about you know love your neighbor as yourself you know love your Love and honor your parents. Love, you know, all those were the types of love that he was talking about. And, you know, who is my neighbor? Well, that's who isn't your neighbor? <laughs> that's the question. And the problem is that if we are not careful, love can be easily subverted and when we subvert love that means that we're actually allow it to be twisted into something that's well C.S. Lewis said it was demonic but because that love of family that, that familial love can so easily turn into despite. You can despise someone because they don't agree with you. You don't care for what they think. That Eros love can be twisted into something that's destructive instead of constructive. 
it still wants to devour, but it wants to destroy. It's not it's not hatred, although hatred is very much this on that same like two sides of the same coin type thing. But Eros can be turned into something that is very consumptive. It wants to, you know, it's like, I, I can't even think of it, like a leech it just wants to suck the life out of things. The, the filial love is almost the worst because it can take what the Greeks considered filial love to be one of the greatest human loves there was because it, it's a choice it's where you have interest and you you are friends with someone you bond with someone not because you're family but because you're just joined it's like you said you meet someone and you're friends and you know that you're going to be you know friends for life but that can be twisted and the greatest enemies can come out of that agape love the you know the godly love isn't twisted the same way except for when we try to take God out of it and replace God with our own idol of whatever that is. Then we have a perversion of that love in our the the influences all of our other other things. So then we start seeing stuff happen like riots and like people getting killed and you know that shouldn't be dying people deaths wars i mean all of that comes because the love that god created in the world we are allowing it to be perverted in our own selves or in ourselves as humanity and I don't know what the answer is other than to try to strive to get back to each of those forms in the, the purest form. And you have to start at the top. You have to make sure that the, the agape love, the love that you have of God and from God is actually to God and not to some idea. Then we look at the, the filial love and, and we can then we can see, oh, that's, that, despite that, I've turned that into a self-love instead of a love of others, you know, and I'm, individually and as a whole, this is, I mean, it can apply to both, but we have to, we, if we're not careful, we twist ourselves up into thinking that only those that agree with us, and, and we see it all the time in, in social media, but we twist ourselves up into thinking only those agree with us, I can only love them. I can only agree with them. I can only care about them. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, it causes that perversion, that twist, that destruction of love that then causes us to slash out at others, to lash out, to, to be whatever. And in in all of those forms of love, it happens, and it's you know, and it's the most heartbreaking when it gets down to the the fam the familial you know the love of family that gets twisted like that, but that can also be the most destructive. It can be the most foundational, 
but it can also destroy us the hardest. So it's no wonder that the devil tries to get us to twist this, to let him have control of that. This is These are things that God gave man dominion over in life. Not not agape love, but the other love, God said, this is, this is very much human. And that's part of being human, and it's a reflection of this agape love. But if we're not careful, we let it we can let it get twisted and not focus the way it's supposed to, and it turns from a love into a a weapon. And we need to be aware of that. Because just as much and, and you know, this is where it gets a little bit different. Love in its true form, while it's not a weapon, is a weapon against that perverse love or that perverse form. Mm -hmm. The only thing that can get rid of that twisted filial love is a true love, friendship love. The, the only thing that can get rid of that twisted eros whatever is a true appreciation for what God created as that eros love, that consuming love. Because God did create us that way. He created us to appreciate the physical, to appreciate apples and cinnamon rolls and mm -hmm. and, and to be able to love them. And not love in a the bigger sense, but love, like, you know, that's that. mm -hmm. and he created us that way. So we have to appreciate, the only way to really truly get rid of or fight that twisted version is to understand and appreciate the version that was created within us. The family, the storage, or however it's pronounced, I can't remember what the exact word is, I apologize. Um, that love, if we can get back to remembering, you know, that it's about family, then disagreements are like, whatever. Okay, I don't agree with you. Big whoop. You know, we're still family, but, you know, we can disagree. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem. So often you see families that are just completely decimated because they can't disagree well and then family and then it goes to community and communities that are decimated because they can't disagree and then communities to cities and, and states and nations and you know and it's all of humanity is decimated because we don't know how to disagree and it's all because we allow our love to be perverted from how it should be. And it, at the end of Corinthians 13, it says, you know, the greatest of these is love. And it's putting love over faith. Not that faith isn't important. It is important. But that tells me that love is, it's more important to show love to someone even if they don't share your faith. Even if they don't agree with, you know, if you don't agree on the same faith, you have to show your love. Because God is love. Because God is love. Mm 
And you have to share that. And that will draw people to a unity, to a oneness. If we come into oneness under agape love, then the rest of it doesn't really matter. If we come into unity under his love, in his love, then ideology doesn't make any difference. Come to the point, it's like, oh, my understanding of that was different than your understanding. It looks like we were both wrong. <laughs> so, I get, and I'm not saying this to anybody in the room. I don't know who I'm saying this to. Somebody might hear this at some point in time, and you might get upset with me, and whatever. <laughs> but religion that has fallen away from agape love, that doesn't realize that love is greater than even faith or religion or any of those things, is not true religion. And if you try to say, if you, if you try to force other people to your point of view based on a religious point of view and not based on the love of God, not your interpretation of the love of God, but the love of God, then you are causing destruction and damage and harm. And you need to repent. And I'm sorry if you don't like that, but that's I'm not really sorry. <laughs> if you're upset with me, oh well. <laughs> I can deal with that. But it's... We can't... All the preaching in the world, if it's preaching... Even if it's the right message at the wrong time and place, does more damage than good. Even preaching the absolute truth without the anointing of God causes more harm than good. Um, was it Billy Sunday had a dream and he stepped out of a building and he saw somebody down the road preaching and so many people were stopping to listen and so he was walking down to see and as he got closer he was confused and he finally came right up to the person preaching, and it was the devil. He said, why are you preaching the gospel? And the devil said, without the anointing, I can do far more damage than with the anointing, than with the, with the gospel, than with lies. And it's like, so if we preach the gospel without the anointing, the devil does far more damage with that than with lies because deceit and lies can be found out but the truth without agape love is just like a knife just causes harm that's what we've got to be careful of and unfortunately social media and social distancing make it real easy to swing around a whole lot of knives, a whole lot of truth without a whole lot of love. You see people do it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
where's the love in that? Where's the care in that? Where's the concern in that? And it's easy to do. I mean, I've done it myself and then gone, oh, that was wrong. Or I started to do it and it's like, oh, no, God, just delete all that. Just erase it. Never mind. Don't reply. (laughs) I'm thankful for those times when I catch it. But we just have to be careful of that. And if you or anybody, well, I mean, I don't know. It's just something that is so, it, it grieves the heart of God when we do that. When we take the truth and we use it, it's like, you know, the old time Bible thumpers that you hear about, mm-hmm. you know. They're going to beat you over the head with that big old Bible. You you hear people talk about that. Well, that grieves the heart of God. Yes, the word of the Lord is sharper than a two-edged sword. It doesn't mean it's supposed to be used as a bludgeoning instrument. It means use that to save a life, to, to get rid of, shave off something that needs to be taken care of without causing damage to the good stuff. But if we're not careful, we'll beat people to death with the Word of God. And that's not going to bring them to spiritual life. (laughs) All that does is make them feel beat up and unloved. Again, because that love has been perverted. And, And we have to be so aware of that. How do we know what true love is well first it starts with agape love we have to make sure that we are clear with god that we have an understanding god i love you and you love me and that that is where we have to start we cannot have any of our own ideas of what that means that's the hard part but we can't say well god i love you as long as no and when you start when you start going into those other you know the other types of love you don't look at it and go well i love you as a friend as long as you agree with me no i love you as family as long as you don't go against me no whenever there's as is it's like you know the old thing if you love me you no and it's the same thing. I love you as long as... No. Love is unconditional. If it's not unconditional, it's not love. Period. It's something else. If it's... On the other yeah. hand, you have to um, look at people and see where they're at in their life. I've I've been watching some people going through struggles mm-hmm. in their life because of their past. Because, because of their past, right? Not because of what they did, but what, because of the way they grew up. Right. Mm-hmm. And and now they're facing these things from their childhood and right. growing up. And now they they look like they're lashing out at people. And family 
but it's because of, you know, it's, if you didn't know them and their struggle, mm-hmm. then you might think that, you know, that they were talking out of hate, but they're not, they're, t- they're in a struggle. They're right. trying to get through what they've, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. True. I mean, they're trying to get their... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But they're trying to get their even their families to acknowledge what they feel like was um, right. abuse, you know, through their childhood. Right. Um, with, with religion and, you know... Right. And that's that's and exactly that. what felt, I'm saying. They felt like they, they felt like they were. It was abusive. Now, they've come to the realization now that they feel like there were there was abusive things. Yeah, yeah. The things that were done to control and and that's so exactly what I'm saying. They still love their families, but they are trying to get them to acknowledge that that that's the case. You know. Yeah, and true love gives them space. You can't beat them up because of that. Well, yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. What I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying it from their point of view. Well, like, but that's what they're saying might become might come across as not loving to somebody. Well, and it's not because they're they're twisted and perverted in their because own understanding. <laughs> it's not that it's not true. But they have they they're trying to hold on to a hurt until they get it processed, and yeah. that's you know, between them and God. We have to love them mm-hmm. the same way. It's not loving. What they're doing is not loving. They're they're trying to in in one situation, they're trying to bash their family over the head with stuff until they acknowledge what happened. They're they're processing their stuff. But because they're doing it very, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. for all the world to see. Right. Very sad. For but the love, the, you know, the situation, the perspective that I'm talking about is from the side that we have to say, you know what, I love you anyway. Yeah. And I'm, I'll deal with it. You know, if I have to distance myself so you can deal with it, deal with it. And it's not just one person. No, you know, no, it's a lot not. Of people I know, do that. but I know of a couple specific instances yeah. that I can think of. That you know, you just kind of watch people, and you've known them for a long time, and you see mm-hmm. them going through. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wasn't trying to be negative. I was trying to yeah. basically yeah. say, you, you know, you see where good. where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and you don't quit loving them. Mm-hmm. Like, right? If they say, "Well, just unfriend me now," if if you feel this way, just unfriend me now. Well, I might feel that way, but I'm not going to no. just no. cut That's them right. off. You're going to love them. Because yeah. I see where they're at. Like, I see... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, see, that's and that's what I'm saying. The true, the love that we are supposed to have can can do that because we're not judging. Yeah. And we look at them and say... No, I love you more than that. I see where you're at, and I see your and and you've got to deal with this and take care of it. That's what Jesus said. And 
even if I don't agree 100% with everything you're saying, I, I still love you. I love you more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we have to be. And that's how we have to approach this. And if we don't, then, you know, we might as well go out and try to set off the Yellowstone Caldera because that'd just be faster. <laughs> Drop some dynamite down in Yellowstone and see if it sets <laughs> off the volcano. I wasn't um, trying to be negative. I was trying to, like... Yeah, I didn't think you were. Yeah. No. But it's, you know, and it's... And unfortunately, when you see people that are not... See, that's that's the hard part, is because in some situations, you see people and you go, all right, what they went through is valid. Yeah, I understand that. I understand yeah. what they feel. I don't think that they're right in their understanding of that of where it came from it may have seemed like that to them and it may be that way in some cases and some issues but we can't we can't block people we can't tell people no you're wrong we have to say yeah you've got to process this and I love you and support you for who you are and then our love you know, which be when when we love truly and we have a, allow agape love to flow through us, then what we're doing is lifting the name of Jesus. We're not necessarily preaching, but we're lifting His name, and that will draw everybody to Him. Well, so we're lifting those people too. Well, you know? we aren't necessarily lifting them. We're drawing Jesus. We're lifting Jesus, and those people are being drawn to Him. Well, I guess I mean we're lifting them in prayer, or we're, you know, we're keep. I don't know. Yeah, but if we lift the name of Jesus, if we lift Jesus, and He draws everybody, all men and women, to Him, then they will be lifted because they're being He's being lifted. No, we're lifting them up above their situation and their. But, right. And how do we lift the name of Jesus? By being sure that we know him. That we bathe ourselves in the word and with his presence. Then we can lift and that brings all that love that you're talking about. Sure. Because that's the love of Jesus in us. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. By, by knowing him and, and recognizing him conversing with him right spending time, time with him. him you know it's it's not a matter of of you know a dogma it's a matter of a relationship right if you love somebody you want to spend time with them right you want to get to know them you know that's right and you love them as a person not with all the baggage Jesus has baggage? No, I'm thinking about you look. We're talking about loving Jesus. No, I was thinking. No, I understood what she was saying. You look through all the stuff and you look at the person. Yeah. As a person. Yeah. With Jesus' love. I understood what she was saying, but but we were talking about, you know, spending time with Jesus and loving Jesus. I'm in my own little world over here, okay? Okay. 
We'll love you anyway. <laughs> you know, Jesus looks, th- he looks through all that stuff. Right. And your love shines through that way. You have that yeah. by God's grace. So, it's, you know, it's Jesus. at any rate, that's, mm-hmm. that's where we need to be and what we need to think about and what we need to be aware of. That it's not... That make sure that your love isn't being misappropriated by the world. That it's not being twisted by the devil, by you know, into a demonic tool. But that's more of a weapon than than a healing thing. A weapon of control. Yeah. So, because that's not going to help anybody, and we have to, we need to get closer to him so anyway anything else well and you know just not looking at people and saying listen here you need to straighten up you know no matter how much we want to sometimes you're wrong and you know I don't care about your process you're not Mm -hmm. acting right we can't do that with people it's not our job yeah. Right. You know, we all go through processes of things, mm-hmm. and we have to allow God to work in somebody's life. Right. However, they have to get through it. We have to pray that God will help them to get through it, and not tell them to straighten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah, because sometimes. There's things that you could say that you shouldn't say. Not not sometimes, lots of times. (laughs) There's things that you could say that you shouldn't say. Because they won't, they just cause more harm than good. And that's, you know, you don't, that's not going to help anything. So, you have to remember that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name ask that you would help us to hold on to this and get it into our hearts and, and into our you know very being so that we can not have to remember it, but that it's just part of who we are, Lord. We thank you and praise you and bless you and lift up your holy name. Amen. In view. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.